0: Hey everybody, this is Davis over at the CFG and welcome and I'd like to welcome everyone back to Pop Culture Gems. This is a series where we talk to amazing creators, artists, cosplayers, voice actors and so much more. If you like the interviews we do with amazing guests, give us a thumbs up uh, and subscribe to our YouTube channel the CFG channel or go to our main website confreaksandgeeks.com to so listen to it on or go to any of our podcast services that are out there like Apple, Google Podcasts, what have you. Today, my guest is an all-around talented individual. He does amazing things in the world of art and illustration and is killing it in the voice acting world. Some of the things that you may have heard his voice in are characters like Real Boyce Mortier. You know, I will never get that name right. I don't know if I said it right, but Real Boyce Mortier in Black Clover, Ro and Renara in uh, Dragon Ball Super, the talking bike from Hermes in Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World, and is currently playing the spunky firefighter hero Shinra Kusakabe in Fire Force. I I would like to welcome derek snow to the show how are you doing sir oh i'm doing fantastic
1: thank you very much for having me on here yeah with funny like we're doing japanese anime but doing french character names it's uh, a <laughs> we do what we can i'm yeah i'm happy to work happy to be alive happy to throw my
0: voice at stuff Oh great! It's all. It's always. It's always a treasure. It's always a treat to hear from you, man. It's really cool. Yeah, it, I, I love animes that, that are based in Europe, but then you have like, <laughs> but it's like, man, some of these names kind of, it kind of, it it's like a curveball out out there for you, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's, yeah, we get uh, it's so awesome.
1: we, we get so used to trying to make sure that we pronounce Japanese names in a correct uh, sense, and then yeah, we're throwing. I think I did a a show recently where I was at Lucktenberg. Or L- Luxembourg, a Luxembourg accent. This is everything got thrown out the window. Who knows what's going on in the world?
0: <laughs> right, right on, right on. Well, that is good. Well, well, welcome to the show. I just want to spend some time uh, to geek out with you. So let's uh, let's get this party started. So, like now, uh, what got? Uh, I always ask this for everybody, but like, what got you into the world of voice acting? Like, what's your story of getting into voice acting?
1: Oh man, so as an actor. So many starts and stops, so many successes, so many failures, so many dis, you know, decisions to, okay. <laughs> when, you're, when you're an actor, a lot of the times you, you work in improv, you, you yes and your way to successes. You're like, yes, and okay. You know This door is, has not happened for a little while, so I'm going to try this one. I, I, um, I, I, I did plays in high school. I did some commercial work in high school. Uh, I really, uh, I found some community theater after high school and in college. And, um, I started doing one thing led to another and I started doing, uh, I was living in Los Angeles if, if, by way one, one thing led to another. I was from t- graduated high school in Tulsa, found my way in Los Angeles, like all the, you know, the, the silly actor people. And, uh, I was doing on camera stuff. Uh, so I was playing a lot of. 18 to look younger roles, you know, little fella, little character roles. I'm five foot five. So, uh, like big leading man, uh, movies were not in my future, but you know, there's always like sidekicks and and weird stuff. But I, I was, um, trying to do that. I was finding some success. I did a lot of pilots, but, uh, Los Angeles is a, a fickle, a fickle beast. And, um, I did, you know, after all those pilots, a lot of maybes, just stuff just didn't happen. So, um, I, I kind of transitioned. I was also doing, like I said, theater and, uh, I, I enjoyed musical theater. Uh, I did some, uh, I was working in, in television production also because, you know, as an actor, you kind of hustle, you're doing all these different angles. Uh, the, the work that paid the insurance at the time, I was doing a production, uh graphic design, motion graphics, uh, cause that's kind of what I went to school for. Uh, that kind of leads all of my illustration. I was also doing that stuff, but, um, I had a, a wacky boss that just kind of stirred me up. And so I went to go do an audition for uh, a musical, Peter Pan. And uh, I, was, I was just, sometimes when you go to auditions as an actor, the best auditions are the ones that you're just like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to throw this weird stuff out there because I got nothing to lose. And of course, I got a callback on that. And then because the acting world is a little more complicated, I have five callbacks for that, for that show. So you you do it you leave you call get back for, yeah then you do then you do a musical thing then you do these dance calls and then you do uh, side by sides with like the other actors to see if you play well with them this is just for a stage show but it's a tour it was a big show it was Peter Pan with Kathy Rigby uh, she oh, like
0: oh yeah I remember her, her. all this stuff yeah and uh, yeah she kicked butt she still does uh, oh yeah Did, but, she, uh, she still doesn't, she still loves to play it does she I mean she's been doing that for like.
1: Uh, She, I think, I think she has finished her various farewell tours. We did, she did a couple of farewell tours and uh, she owns the rights to the touring production as far as I know. So like, there's good money in there. It's good. She, she's smart. She's a very savvy lady, Kathy and her husband Tom. They're they're great. Uh, But yeah, I ended up doing, you know, various uh, uh, versions of that. I ended up in Branson, Missouri uh doing uh peter pan for like several like a, a christmas season and then summer seasons and a little tour action and all kinds of fun stuff with that and i, I was smee captain hook sidekick you know i, I love <laughs> character voices you know just a little character guy i'm easy to be thrown around so it was perfect for me uh one thing led to another and i got some injuries in the show i got stepped on mm. i got my chest plate cracked and it's like real sports man you, you end up with like uh these 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 incredible injuries where you got to go to rehab and that kind of threw me out of that for a while. You got yeah. a
0: chest plate cracked. What the? Well, Here is what happened. You see, uh,
1: Captain Hook stepped on my chest every night. Like a uh, fake. There is a fake walk that you do, but one things happen? He didn't fake walk one night, and then uh, I felt incredible pain. <laughs> the person that played Captain Hook, huge guy awesome very nice guy but uh, way bigger than me and you know in the middle of the he's got these these uh piratey boots with a nice heel He just oh on my chest and and i kind of blacked out oh my and gosh. uh <laughs> I, d- I i know i finished everything but uh I, immediately like i had rib issues my chest yeah just all kinds of stuff and I ended up in rehab for a while and uh uh, so that kind of took me out of that particular musical theater stuff. But um, not long after that, I was doing a movie with a, another a voice actor that does a lot of work here in uh, Dallas. His name's Brian Massey. Uh, he's, he's done all kinds of fun. He's got a very uh, textured voice. He's awesome. Brian Massey. And uh, uh, when we were doing a movie, it was uh, a wonderful Christmas movie called So This Is Christmas. Where I was a drug dealer, in the movie, classic, nice. classic, classic uh, movie with yeah, Eric Roberts from Bloodsport, Vivica A. Fox, uh, and oh, several other great this actors movie. that have moved on. To some. It's it's uh, it's great. I break the movie. Trust me,
0: <laughs> Academy Award winner. Uh, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's a Razzie Award winner
1: for sure. But it, it, hey, it works. Work. I still get, I still get residuals from that bad boy. So thanks. So this is Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, I, I was looking, so uh, my, my girlfriend and I now wife, uh, we were taking care of uh, some family issues. Her dad was sick. And so we were, we needed to stay in Tulsa, Oklahoma for a while. And, uh, as things are winding down with that, we were trying to figure out a place to move to that was not Tulsa. <laughs> I love Tulsa, but there's not a lot of voice work or film, you know, it's, it's just not the place for it. So uh, Dallas, if you if you live in Dallas, you may not know, but there's a uh, Equity Theaters. Uh, there, there's a pretty decent uh, TV and film industry, and, and adjacent to it, and a, and a huge uh, voice voiceover industry here. It's a uh, it's it's fun. You know, it's it's a slightly smaller pond than Los Angeles, but way less expensive. Cost of living was just exactly what I was looking for. So we came down. I, I used some of my contacts, but I also I had some reels and. Uh, you know, I procured some agents and, um, uh, my first anime role was about seven and a half years ago on a show called Noreen, uh, where I played a character named KK Kamatori. And, um, I had, I was actually doing another, uh, animated project at the time that went nowhere, but I recorded for it. It was like a not anime a, a traditional animation project and so I was pretty I was pretty cocky when I was going in for these auditions. I think that helped my divine ignorance to the uh, how the industry worked. But I came in booked that. that was my first thing I even auditioned for and I booked it. That usually doesn't happen. I was very lucky and then but it was just for DVD and uh, so it didn't release for like a year so I recorded that and then I didn't do any anime for a whole year. And i was doing other stuff i was doing more musical theater there's a there's a wonderful uh theme park in dallas or near dallas called six flags over texas Oh, arlington. and my <laughs> wife and i yeah as soon uh, yeah in arlington yeah six flags over arlington and both my wife and i when we moved into town we were just like we were just picking whatever jobs we could get initially uh and so we both did a, a show there and which was fun um uh, while I was doing that, like four shows a night, uh, I was also, you know, auditioning and and doing commercials and you know just other other stuff. Life of an actor, and then yeah, no rain did that. About a year after it finally came out, I started getting more work, and and here I am,
0: yay! Wow, <laughs> so a couple of A couple of skips. that is incre- That is insanely amazing. <laughs> like yeah. Just that whole
1: full circle of yeah. so I'm, I'm just a carny. I'm just a carny. I've been bouncing from city to city
0: until wow, I hit that enemy. Mother Lord. So like, once you hit that, like you got the taste of No Rin. And then it's like, and then you, and then it was like, oh, okay. I did this one thing. Then it, then it came, then it went full circle. Not immediately, but like mm-hmm. <clears throat> while, while waiting for it, it came yeah, full was, circle. they you're like, yeah, I was we doing want other more.
1: voiceover stuff, you know, I was doing st- radio commercials, but it's like a, di- you learn these different tricks, you know? Uh, acting is acting in just about any industry there's some like technical tricks with like dubbing anime you know just making sure your mouth fits the stuff but i mean if if you're lucky you don't that 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 stuff kind of falls into place you know reading helps i guess because you got to read crook while you're reading the lines because you don't memorize you just see the stuff as as it hits so it requires you know a a little being nimble but uh yeah, I mean, I, I was very fortunate, you know, working in between that time, and I still do lots of other stuff. But uh,
0: once, uh, yeah, and Anime's been pretty good to me. I'm very lucky. That's that's <laughs> that's awesome. And I mean, and most people kind of don't. Uh, most people kind of underestimate the fact that, like, I mean, like Texas is huge when it comes to, like, I mean, Funimation is literally. In flower, like a flower mound backyard, but probably even prior to that, when ADV Films was around, I mean, there was a, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Houston. So I mean, right now, Santa Filmworks is still around, uh, or around here. There's a lot of voice acting work video here game, in Dallas video
1: games, and and now that the, uh, the the panini kicked in in the last couple of years, everybody's stuck at home me working uh, with my booth here, I've been able to work with like both coasts and it's been very liberating. Um, it, a little decentralizing. I kind of like, it. it's nice to go into studios all the time and say hi to people, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's been very interesting to be able to work with uh, like Los Angeles pr- production companies and studios all over the world. <laughs> it's so crazy. And some right? of the anime that I've worked on, uh, what was it? Um, the Sherlock anime, uh, Moriarty the Patriot, the, the, the guy that they got for, for Sherlock, he's he's recording from London. What a stud. Wow. It's great. It's
0: great. <laughs> and you, and you, and no one will know uh, and it won't be any better of the wiser, to be honest with you with all of it. it just all sounds all... For very
1: sexy British accents, very well authentic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right and uh i mean and uh you're like like i said uh, at the beginning like you were also an artist and uh i've seen some of your work on your website shameless plug go Ooh. to check out snow snowwise.com with some pretty cool stuff <laughs> there you go and uh <laughs> like i saw like i just love i love that i love your style uh, uh that that you do uh with your artwork um like Thank what you. would you yeah what, what would you say like what is that kind of art style like what, what would you say your art style would you be mm. best to describe it
1: well it's it's not exactly abstract. It's it's a and it's definitely not realist. I, I always kind of imagine generally when I'm painting or doing illustrations, I, I tend to think of it like a um, like a staging, you know, in, in like it's, it's not exactly two dimensional, but I, I tend to do things where it kind of feels like a little picture box. And then I like to uh, imbue nature and uh, chaos whenever I'm, particularly when I'm painting, like uh, I love water or uh, turpentine effects, depending on, you know, what medium that we use. I, I can get pretty dorky. I, I, I went to, yeah, like I said, I went to school for graphic design and illustration. And uh, in between all my wacky acting stuff, I've, I've painted on stage with bands. I love doing live painting, you know, great big works on stage. Uh and then, you know, having an entire painting done in, you know, as little as 30 minutes, but usually like a two hour session or two and a half hour session. You can, you know, you're starting with one thing. You might have an idea in your head with just colors or uh, and then by the time you're done, it's like this completed work and you just sign it. And it's like it's it, 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 it's amazing, not just for me, because usually I'm I'm painting just from the emotions that I'm feeding from the audience or from, uh, the band that's playing. Um, and then parlaying into like graphic design that I, that I've been doing like a little more earnestly over the years between all my, uh, various little acting gigs. I've, I've gotten the chance to do, you know, illustrations for, uh, you know, book cover illustrations, um, uh, various different graphic design stuff. I, I, I really enjoy that. Um, uh, it, it's kind of, Uh, Every time I have to like kind of pick one, you know, one of them kind of gets a little shifted into the background. I still love doing art. Uh, I don't try to actively um, pay the rent with my art these days. Right, right. Uh, I kind of at some point, you know, we live in this this age where we have to kind of monetize everything. I kind of took a shift with, yeah. I kind of took a shift with my art to just try to enjoy it because I kind of burnt myself out because I was I was doing that. I was doing. Uh, motion graphics designed for television and you you know the more you do the more people will throw at you which is great but at some point it you know the creativity just kind of becomes like just kind of putting lego pieces together and it's
0: it's just not the same so i still like a burnout kind of phase when it comes to that kind of thing it's definitely understandable yes
1: yes. and there are people that are way hungrier than that you know i love it i love watching people make art and um, i still do art you know art and design you know i i kind of these days, I still love, you know, uh, finding great illustrators for, you know, some prints for the characters that I voice. But I've even done, you know, some illustrations for some of the characters that I've voiced. It's fun sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny, though. Like, it's on your website, though too. I just loved it. it was like you had a picture. Uh, one of your paintings was like of the Lorax. And then oh, you yeah. like dressed up, yeah. And then like, but like you were dressed up as a cowboy, and I was like wondering to myself, like, what, what is, is he doing? <laughs> like you look, you look like you look like a Tex Avery kind yeah. of kind of character. A, and I was yeah, like, what? Dude, when I was when I was working
1: in TV production, I, I'm always like a little too extra. Okay, so I, I ended up convincing the the TV station. It was a smaller TV station that I was working for to do a, a kid show. And oh. uh, so uh, you know, like old school, um, not exactly like Howdy Doody, but I was inspired by that. You know, kind of, kind of old, like before. You know, cartoon. You'd have like a this kind of kind of scary, but like a con would come out and like say, "Hey kids, watch this and play some games and and like watch a cartoon or whatever." My cart, my show that I did was called Quick Draw Derek. So I'd invite kids out and we drew some drawing games and I would draw like all this great stuff on you know during the show and. Um, at some point, so that's where the weird cowboy outfit came from, okay? Oh, okay. And then okay. one <laughs> the thing led to another, and I started working with the, uh, the educational system around where I was at, going from school to school, because educators love this stuff, where you just go and you interact with the kids, you have them draw, and then um, I would do, a, like, reading across America, or uh, I'd work with, like, a particular, like, reading month with a particular author, and then I would paint. Uh, like the Grinch or the Lorax or something with the kids. And then I donate the painting to the school when I was done and the kids would like come at it. Like it's a shrine to the art that they saw that day. It was so cute.
0: It's so, that's so yeah. awesome. It's kind of reminds So you basically kind of made There's a, I I, you said you're not originally from Texas, but there was a show that, ha, that that's exact kind of not like what you do, but it was mm-hmm. a show called Mr. Peppermint back in the day. That's like impressive. it was like, yeah. Lots and it's just like, Mr. He, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. (laughs) You should check. Yeah, it's like I know exactly the kind of show you're talking about. It's like a show that's like mm-hmm. in the early morning, that's meant specifically for kids, but it's like you know, kind of semi-educational. And all it was is just an old man with a cane, and he had like a white, with like hey, a hey, red he's and white
1: here, like, stand like, in front of this camera right there. there you go.
0: That's yeah, it's like all the right. budget was like right. literally like twenty five to thirty five dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's it. no budget. There's no budget with those things. It's 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 all either love or I don't know. It's like psychological issues. Why are you? do a show like that
0: <laughs> hey, but it's for it was Kansas, great the kids fun yeah great yeah.
1: fun until um you know just i got stirred up with some other stuff i had the classic thing that makes you do weird things you have a weird boss you know weird manager or something they just kind of stirred me up it's like you know what and that's that's when i went and did a got on the tour bus for peter pan right after that so oh wow that's that's what happened so many so many babies I could
0: just keep talking. Every like, it's like a fever dream <laughs> how I got here. Yes, it's it's amazing though. I mean, it's like, but hey, with, it's like you don't even you don't ask questions, and then once you kind of start recollecting back, you're like, what the hell happened? But like, uh, but. Going back to like your musical uh, background, like your, uh, it, I always find it very intriguing because like it's funny because I've talked to a lot of different uh, voice actors too, and then everyone kind of has like a musical theater background towards this, but like, uh, d- like uh, and then, but like you actually was traveling with the shows with like a, a show like like Peter Pan, and I was go- yeah, I was just wondering, like yeah and that's a that's a pretty yeah that's a pretty big show uh and it was it's very fun but like your experience your experience doing that and stuff like that like how uh did that help you with a good transition into voice acting itself or like uh oh, like- yeah
1: yeah of course um you know because when you're on stage you're using generally yeah sure there's microphones and stuff but you're 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 belting out you're using your diaphragm you're trying to if you want to keep working, you find a healthy way to use your, your voice. You know, I mean, not everybody can be, uh, you know, Harvey or Firestein or what, you know, I really rough like this the entire time or that just, you, you can, you can fake it, but like, you want to find a healthy way to be able to reproduce a sound, you know, four show, two shows a day, you know, uh, you know, eight shows a week. Cause if you're doing it wrong, you're going to wear yourself or injure yourself on the inside and you end up with these things called like polyps and scar tissue on the inside. You know, some people like that, you know, if you get that really cool gruff sound, but uh, (laughs) no thanks. (laughs) I'm known for being like little weird teenage kids and stuff. I'll be like the, of course, you know, Sheenra is kind of, kind of raspy himself. So I guess, I guess that's not too bad. I could, I could keep it up, but.
0: uh, That's true. But, but he's not that raspy, though. He's not. Like, no, no. You know, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, he's no Harvey Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's you did, my
1: you're a hero,
0: kid. <laughs> you need to do like at least like a sentence or like a, a f- like a scene in just Harvey Weinstein's voice at <laughs> uh, Shinra yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, like, uh, do you have a fa- do you have a favorite musical? Like, uh, uh, yourself? Like, uh, were you really in tune with any of this? Okay, or?
1: okay, okay, okay. So I grew up so. Going back, I grew up in Alaska Whoa. and uh, Barrow, Alaska. Listen, I blame my parents. And we had <laughs> no access to a lot of stuff, but we had a, uh, a tape player. And the, the, the videotapes that I remember growing up on <laughs> is the worst musical, but I love it. Not not Greece, Greece, too. That's that's my favorite movie musical. I'm sorry. I've seen it like 300 times. I can't help it. Grease 2? Grease 2. <laughs> Judge me.
0: Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. In the 80s, okay, anyway. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Makes sense. And, uh,
1: but, uh, but, but uh, I mean, uh, there's a lot of great modern musicals. You know, of course, I love <laughs> Grease, Grease 2. And, I love and, yeah. yeah. But, I love that, though. Uh, I mean, that's
0: the kind of thing, that, yeah. that's, kind of thing that, that's very original, though. And I have done, through one
1: way or another like six different versions of Peter Pan. So I, I don't know if it's me or the show keeps coming back at me, but it, it, I just keep interacting with Peter Pan all my life. It, you know, from when I was a kid, I did a version to, uh, before I did the tour, I did like two different other, uh, local versions where I was living, not in the same character. I was little Peter Pan at the time. And, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, it, it, that, I think that particular is just the story. Um, and maybe that explains why I keep running away and never wanting to go home.
0: <laughs> That's I guess. fair enough. Yeah,
1: Peter Pan. Yeah, as, as a play, like as a not not musical. That is, I love I love the story. I love all that stuff. Uh, Jane Barry is a very interesting, strange cat. He's yes researching, but uh, he
0: yeah, was and of course, thing.
1: you know, old school musical theaters. You know, Oklahoma uh, Carousel. Uh, I kind of skipped the musical boat like modern musicals until maybe like 2008 when I started uh like I you know as a when you're in a musical you can't help but just hang out with people that are watching musicals all the time so uh yeah yeah.
0: yeah it's funny it's like uh, when I was growing up and this is something that I will never watch again it was because my mom loved the sound of music so I've at least i have watched this like like 40 times to- like a hundred times and I'm just thinking to myself like this is a three hour long movie and I'm like f- six years old at the time it's like I got stuff to do I will never I watch that movie not- again. I don't know what Nazis are yet mom but okay <laughs> exactly. why are all these blonde <laughs> people so mean? <laughs> it's like, why are they always running away? Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy who was dating the 16 girl, now he's a creep. What happened? It's like, yeah, that's a there's a lot of questions in that movie when you really sit down to break it down. I think you watch it when you're a kid. Then when you're an adult, you're like, oh. It's oh. like uh-oh. <laughs> right.
1: I was Everything rooting for the wrong person there initially. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh man. So like uh uh and uh um you've I mean like you have a like a wonderful range of like different characters that you've played uh so far, like in your like voice acting like library. Um like what uh is, well like what do you normally like to play? Like are you are you do you like to play like the good guy or the villain? And uh,
1: mm, well see there's something really fun about doing villains because uh you can just kinda go a little crazier. Than the hero. The heroes. I mean, it's true in anime. Sometimes you can, you know, still kind of go crazy from time to time. Shinra has given me lots of weird opportunities to go in different directions. But I, before I booked that, you know, I was booking a lot of a lot of weird bad guys. I love it. Uh, uh, let's see, Ro from Dragon Ball Super, the Grand Poobah of the uh, the Ninth Universe. That was a lot of fun doing. Uh, just just to be able to scream loudly, angrily at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like therapy in a booth or uh god I've done a lot of angry loud screamers uh Joy Irinaka on uh, my Hero Academia that was like the little I don't know if you saw it but he's like this little do I have a little picture of no he's hiding oh there he is do you like Wait, like a, like a mimic yeah yeah mimic mimic yeah 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 <clears throat> like a little tiny little squishy friend until he's super angry so like that's like, two different ranges, which was very fun challenge to do all of, you know, some of the lines were in the course of like, you know, 12 seconds of a line. You're starting your you know, just crazy and screaming, you know, building size anger. Now that mm-hmm. is fun playing with your range. Yeah, it was a lot of strenuous fun.
0: But uh, Yeah, I remember, yeah. didn't you play like a, like, you, didn't you play like, a, I thought it was you. I don't know if it was you, but did you play like some sort of like classroom creeper or something like that? Like, oh, that was oh, like. <laughs> I I I mean, which one Uh,
1: I remember I played notably the the one I'm thinking of I I played a stalker kind of dude that was yeah stalker yeah 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 Uh that was it's, it's interesting because one when you're when I'm watching it I'm like ooh what a creepy dude but when you're playing it you're like I am so lucky to like be able to go safely down this path you know, not a method. I wouldn't say I'm a method actor or anything like that, but it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's interesting to, to find a character like that, that, you know, is not going to be liked. So you, you're trying to find a way to like yourself while you're doing the role. You know, pure bad guys are kind of boring. I like to have a little, a little something interesting, you know, a little, a little, not exactly humanity, but like a, a hint of this could, this could exist. And, uh, so, I like to try to bring that kind of uh, energy into any character, but yeah, that one was really creepy. But he did get his comeuppance. That was he did. good. When, when it did. happened, I was like, "Oh, good!" Yeah, it's like perfect. <laughs> he Thank had what God. was coming. Yeah, because <laughs> Mom wouldn't like that character. No, 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 definitely not. Yeah, who 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 are the heroes going to beat up if you don't have a, a, a real bastard come along? Right. That is you a very have good the bastards point. Come,
0: yeah. That's a very good and, point. Uh, but then again, though, too, the one character I do remember one of the, your your villains that I like too was a uh, I, I forgot the name. I think it's called Air Fureta or something. The, or like West, uh, yeah. you played, yeah, and then you played the guy like some one of the kids that turned into the to the dark side there or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he yeah. went crazy like yes. the, like. Like that we like you're saying like you it, it's boring to be a bad guy being just a bad guy, but like mm-hmm. I like that weird dynamic range of like of you changing twist this that twist? Yeah, That's uh, good. That's good stuff. Yeah, because yeah. people at some point liked
1: you. Now they have these conflicting feelings about it. I think one of the the fun things about those kind of characters is, yeah, sure. You're gonna have a lot of fun with them. Uh unfortunately usually when it's a really great bad guy, you know, he's probably going to die. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, true. That yeah. When true. I see a great script, I'm like, man, this is some great, right? Oh, he's definitely going to die. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Particularly. I'm gone. thinking, yeah, I'm thinking of another character. I had a great time on a show called angels of death, a mm-hmm. uh, gruesome show, but like, you know, the, those emo kids love this stuff. There was a character. He starts out as like a therapist and he's very nice. And then oh, like, almost at the end of the episode, the twist happens where he's kind of a, everybody in the, everybody in the series is kind of a little crazy in their own special way, but he wants eyeballs. That's what he wants. He wants peepers. And he gets slashed right in the chest. And I was having a great time with his character. And I was like, well, dang, I guess he's dead. But then not even the director at the time knew it because they were, you know, they were dubbing so close to the edge. We didn't quite know what was going to happen. Like two, three episodes down. He was back. And then he came back, and then he died again, and then he came back again. He was great, and then by the end of
0: it, he was kind of lovable. So what? Yeah, he's like a hidden. He's like a killing. He's like a hidden stick. He's a scratching pole at this Mm -hmm. point. Oh my oh, God! Oh yeah, he was. He was well, he maybe was that's a probably what—that's the secret of having a, uh, a like one of those kind of like being the villain. It's like you don't—you're—you're you're playing outside of the rules. There's nothing that you're needing to be like you know necessarily. You know, you have a code of conduct or anything. You just basically. Mm-hmm the beat of your own drum but at the same time though you don't have this you know you're going to die your your character development is probably 10 times faster than what it would be throughout the whole series and yep. then it's like when it happens it's like oh okay cool it's like oh that was a good ride and then just go on yeah. to the next yeah. thing
1: i've played Sweet. some good guys but a lot of good guys i've been very lucky you know to even have some great you know leading characters you know of course shinra he's he's my boy but you know slightly lesser but awesome characters like real real from uh, black clover uh usually i, I always get kind of worried when i see a really long monologue from these characters where you get a lot of character development real's great by the way don't worry don't worry yeah but like i remember seeing for a different show i was like oh man this is once again oh this is some great dialogue oh no this good guy's about to die <laughs> 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 the director doesn't like no sorry he did or just before you started. So, have you seen the have you seen the uh, the Japanese uh, of it yet? Like, no. Okay, let's just record. Because, <laughs> like, wait, what's about to happen here? It's not going to end well for
0: him, is it? <laughs> oh man, that you're you're a uh, director. Sounds kind of <laughs> like, like he definitely likes to see your you see you in pain sometimes. If that's the yeah. case, oh my god, yeah,
1: that's, wow. I think so, that was I think that was Kyle Phillips, the director of Fire Force. We had done some other shows and. uh, I can't remember the show that I was doing. It was early on. I was doing a bunch of characters that just kind of looked like me a little bit. That's the weird fun quirk of anime. Sometimes the directors will just be like, yeah, he looks like that guy. Let's put him in there and see how he says." Yeah, that's good. That'll work. (laughs) But I was like some, it was like an art, like a military kind of thing. And I was, I seemed like a nice person, but secretly I was a spy for the bad guys a little bit. And and then he had this great shot
0: right in the chest. And that was it. That was it. <laughs> goodbye, buddy. It's like that's it. It's like okay, let's go to the next episode. Let's switch it over. Oh Yay my god! <laughs> and like, out of all the characters that you've played, uh, is there mm-hmm. one that you could that you could relate to? One that you could say, "Oh yeah, that, that that's so me," right there.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So weirdly, like as an actor, I, I tend to think most highly about the very last thing I worked on. So. Uh, I, I'll try not to do that. But um, I had a great time. Uh, so th- there's a show um, that I, uh-oh, um, I'm having a brain fart. Uh, Nagata in uh, the show is, um, uh-oh, Derek, Derek, what what have you done? What show have you just worked on? Not, oh, no, I got to Google myself. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Control. F-naga. Oh, there it is. Oh, woo, boy, how did I forget that? Sunny Boy. The show is Sunny Boy. Uh, so um, it's a, kind of a smaller show, but it was a real... Uh, you know what? It's a downer, but it's also like, woo, far out, woo-woo stuff. Like 2001, if you ever remember that movie. Like, things get real weird real fast. But um, the main character, he he was a super... Not exactly a depressive... Well, yeah, he starts a, a, as a depressive. in the last pandemic you know this whole two year it got so easy to get in touch with (laughs) that unfortunately you know therapy's good i'm doing therapy and stuff but like initially when i uh, auditioned for that i was like yeah just i'll just do like two takes and that's it of course i booked and i was like oh i guess i'm in touch with that right now (laughs) but on the yeah on on the other side on the other side my my friend Rill from black clover I'm an artist when I get excited like he does. And he also gets kind of emo when the art doesn't work out for him. So I guess that makes sense too. I, I feel like, yeah, in, in weird ways, like when I'm at my most peppy, when, when life is going great, I'm very much not exactly like real, but you know, I, I can, I can, I vibe on that. Yeah. That's my, that's my vibe. I don't have that's cool white see. hair or anything,
0: but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real is a very interesting character i will say it, You know, it's funny like i think black clover is a real it's a it's a series that's really under the radar comparatively yeah because it's it got big, better little,
1: and better as as things go on you know you grow, yeah, it grows yeah. it grew on me
0: it definitely grew on me because like at first i think uh when i first saw the first like uh, i believe i saw the first season i was like i wasn't feeling it because the main dude kind of was annoying to me but then, <laughs> but, but then after that after they kind of did uh I think I don't know. It was, I think it was like some sort of elf war or something. Like, it, mm-hmm. like, like it was. It got a lot better after that. Yeah, the, they, I, then, I feel like they they took an artistic turn a little bit, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do it a uh-huh. little bit different." And then they just kept jamming on it. I, I, I yeah. Jamming on it. yeah, yeah, I Definitely like that. Like, yeah, yeah. But the, and then they also introduced, like, they legitimately introduced the other factions that was on the opposite side, like on your side, the, on their side with the the clover uh, clover side of the kingdom. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like yeah. some of these people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So these people are pretty tight. So, yeah, I definitely like that. And uh, kick ass fights,
1: kick ass animation bits. Big time. That's probably definitely. one of my favorite fights. That the real fight there early
0: on, Uh when his picture when magic fights, Oh yeah, um, when he fights the girl that eats a lot. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, and then now she's like has a crush on her. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that. I love that whole thing. It's so freaking. It's so. It's no, so, it's so nice. Sick. <laughs> oh man so like uh i mean and you're doing a great job with uh shinra kusakabe <clears throat> um like now i well i love about this guy uh with him is that he's i mean he's a very complex character already like uh i mean what uh, uh fire force is only on one season already i believe full season has already gone through that's i'm assuming yeah, he's gonna we, be picked we, up
1: yeah we wrapped up season two uh, j- uh not long ago there season three is uh no comment right now but uh whatever yeah.
0: <laughs> i would say uh, he might be it might be compl- uh, debatable but would you say he's one of the most complex good guys that you've played so far in your career or uh, like in in, in, for- uh, in anime i,
1: I so think forth? the thing that yeah he, he's complex but i think the strength of the the characters around him really bring him have brought him to a a better place than when he started because I think when he started, he was definitely in need of therapy, like a lot of characters. I guess I play, mm. <laughs> and because uh, you know he's got this smile, and that's just how he reacts when he gets nervous, right? Uh, Sheen got that that devil grin right there. <laughs> well, little devilish boy, and he he has some issues with you know he doesn't quite even. Ha- know how to deal with a family structure just because of, you know, when it starts off is his brother is dead you know in his mind, you know, his brother's dead, his mom's dead. And they were all killed by, you know, these flame demons. And that's basically, he's a, he's pretty serious about that. That's what he wants to do. He wants to be the hero to just destroy that. And he's pretty, you know, he's on this one track, right. And then he starts to find all these other characters in, in the company that he works for the, you know, the fire force company eight. And uh, they they allow him to explore the concepts of you know being able to interact with a family, having a relationship with you know friends and, and uh, like not exactly a father figure type in, in Captain Obi, but you know getting there. And Captain Burns definitely has a weird, problematic <laughs> father father situation with with Shinra, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and and as he starts to realize that he gets you know he has he is in touch with certain powers i don't know he yeah he gets way more complex because you know he gets these incredible powers but he doesn't quite know how to deal with them it's just very interesting you know it's like a lot of shonen but
0: yeah Well, I find it like well, like I mean, I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, But like, I, I just find it very interesting. Like, because like you're right. Like, he is damaged goods episode one Mm -hmm. already. Like, but it's like, and uh, but it's kind of like they kind of wean, they kind of show that this dude definitely needs some help after you know when he has the his quirks of smiling when he gets nervous and stuff like that. But but at the same time, like I mean, in literally 26 episodes, this guy's already gone through hell, and he's still Mm -hmm. probably going through hell. To kind of still figure out like what's going on, and I mean, uh, uh, uh and uh, it, and he's like not even like I would say ten percent of what he really can become, like you know. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. He's, he's like, got he a, lot a, uh, a lot of growth, a lot of kick ass powers coming up
1: ahead of him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: need to start. Re- I need to start reading that series. Though. Like, I like. I I I usually like to read it. More, read more than watch. Uh, uh, from yeah. uh, from especially with these uh, jump series. Uh, oh, so dude, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: the the uh, author of it, Atsushi Okubo, has, uh, I, I th- you know the news. I mean, they've been talking about him wrapping up the manga for a while. He's still, you know, it's still being worked on. He, from the stuff that I've been, you know, perusing, it's just some crazy art. And and, and if that you know his, his previous history on Soul Eater, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, it's intense, it's interesting. And I would argue that the storytelling is, uh, it's ending like even stronger than Soul Leader did. Uh, I, I the, actually the I love linking hate into with, all this yeah. other
0: stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know. I yeah, love yeah. Hate, hate with Soul Leader, Soul Leader though. Yeah, yeah. Well. Soul, Soul Leader ended in a weird way. It's so weird to me that I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <'cause>, like, like,
1: <laughs> I, I feel like this those, is. Yeah. You know this is i'm not exactly a redemption but like he understands what was perceived and he's doing some really interesting like i don't yeah. think he feel he feels like he's, he's shackled to what the audience wants him to do because i don't know if you've been reading it yeah i, I guess you haven't but like there's
0: mm-hmm. some pretty mm-hmm. uh
1: intense stuff going on
0: oh pretty yeah uh, yeah i'm definitely gonna have to, yeah i'm definitely gonna probably it's definitely on my, my, my list but what i love about this series though too is like i mean the fire. Feels like it's also alive like it's own Different like like the the Abilities make and then the set like I I was so like The very first time when you see Him like like save uh, What's her name the the priestess girl Uh mm-hmm. she like Like you heard the sound effects of how The flames just start rushing in, in the Speed and stuff this is like two minutes In and I'm like wow this is This is a great this is Like gonna be an awesome series and mm-hmm.
1: Yeah I remember oh, working that first, my first, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was my first session. Uh, I had, you know, we had chatted about kind of the history of the the manga and because uh, the director, the ADR director on our side was, he had gone way deep into the stuff, but I had put my, you know, my headphones on. And so just right off the bat, you know, we say a couple of lines just to kind of figure out some stuff. But then you hear that, <laughs> you know is the 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 fire kicks and i'm like oh 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 this is good <laughs> i love the sound design already <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it made it's my like... brain tingle
0: <laughs> Do <Doing> the game <laughs> yeah
1: and the, the beautiful fire animation is just and some of the yeah some of the fight uh choreography design and follow through on the animation is just so badass
0: <laughs> oh it, it's uh, it's it's incredible i was like wow yeah. dude, like it like compared to like i said soldier was good like uh but like he definitely leveled up in with, with Fire Force. I will definitely give it that to to him. And I love I love the new. I love the blue. The blue firefighter. The the outfit and all that stuff. So, so yeah. So looking forward to it. And uh, like, uh, I guess the second part of that question though too. Um, it feels like he like 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 I was saying. He, like Shinra, in a short period of time, it like a lot of stuff is was thrown at him. To grow fast in this in, in this series and uh he still has a long way to go but like wh- when voicing a character that seems like he's always evolving um are is are there like challenges that you experience to evolve with the character themselves like it's like is there like a different way that you're going to approach it uh that you're going to approach him also evolving? i do
1: i do i do try to um find different levels for when i know I I try not to well, I'm reading ahead, but I I try not to like think too far ahead because I really want to just make sure that the scene that I'm acting in is given, you know, proper, you know, it's proper dues, you know, I don't want to be acting for five scenes from now or, you know, six episodes from now. But sometimes you want to kind of like, if you know something, you know, you want to give a little hint to something. And if you know, like, I'm able to. I've always. I'm. I'm pretty lucky. I'm, I'm able to kind of tweak the the texture of my my voice pretty easily. Um, uh, particularly like if you saw the last last couple episodes of season one. I mean, Shinra's butt got so kicked, and he. You know, it was really interesting to find that defeated feeling inside. You know, when when you're because you may just be reading it, but you you want to give full context to that moment. And as he does start to like level up with these, you know, these bigger powers, uh, you know, you, you want to start to, we intentionally started the character with a higher, in the higher range, a little bit young. Cause he's like, you know, 17 or whatever when the show starts. So you just want to make sure he's got that youth, but as these, these devilish things or other life altering things you know i still have the room to just kind of play in that in that realm without it sounding artificial
0: yeah oh that's cool i like that that's that's nice usually
1: it's 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 thanks to the director also because he has done his homework before so uh it's not just me thank goodness (laughs) it's all these people that i lean on during the shoot you know during a recording process it's me it's the the uh the, um, the editors that, you know, the engineers on the show, God, they do a lot of work to make sure everything sounds great and consistent, especially with the, you know, all this pandemic stuff that kicked in. Uh, so we finished episode season two of fire force. So we, we finished season two. I finished the whole season in, in the booth. I don't think I recorded anything after like the third episode of season two. I did it all from home from one way or the other, but initially it was, it was crazy because I, I was not set up to record full time from home. So we like that <laughs> a lot of actors weren't, they did an incredible like gargantuan engineering effort to consistently send out these, <laughs> these acting kits to us initially to try to make sure that we all sounded the same in scenes and stuff. It's crazy. It was incredible. That is and insane. Then- Yeah, and then as time went on, you know, most of us ended up with some kind of more consistent recording environment. But, like, the engineers were listening to what we were – like, we would record stuff, and they would send it and tell us ways to tweak and stuff. They are just
0: awesome, awesome, awesome people. They wouldn't and beyond on this – yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, do you uh, do you have a dream role that you that you want to that that you want to play, or something that you've always wanted to play yourself? Uh-huh. You mentioned
1: like a Tex Avery type. Like, I want to be able to do a show where I am just like ten different characters that are just all a little different, all a little crazy, <laughs> and to be able to act off of myself. That would that's that's kind of the dream. I just want to be like a Mel Mel Blanc type. That's what I want to do in a, in a perfect world. But it's, it's probably more like, I love, I love acting off of other people and that's great. But like, yeah, some weird little part of me, I just want to do like some just crazy one man show where I'm like 25 characters and it's just
0: lunacy. <laughs> so basically the Derek Snow variety hour. Or something. Derek <laughs> Snow variety hour starring <laughs> ugh, Derek Snow. Sick of him yet? <laughs> if you have the if you have the guy that introduces you like that, you fire him immediately. <laughs> That's what. No, I'm I'm voicing that one too. <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs> Here he is again. again. Oh God! And it's uh, Derek Snow. <laughs> that would be that would be perfect if you could do that. Wow. That yeah, would be I'm, awesome. I'm pretty
1: manic. Like my wife, uh, I'm doing. I've always even before I did voiceover stuff, I was always constantly doing like voices all the time. And I think she still finds it entertaining, but I have a feeling she doesn't
0: at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, like- <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, there we go again.
1: <laughs> I always like to say I have that you remember, you remember uh, oh, uh, the Robin Williams movie where he was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, at the beginning, yes. he's all these characters and he's zany. And I always like to say that my wife is like that lady. lady's like, at some point it just wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> but she still
0: laughs. <laughs> she still laughs. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that's grew up there. That's what happened. Eric, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I'm very patient with you. At least, yeah, not, you can pay for the house. Thank you very much for
0: this. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> what an honor there. <laughs> yes, finally. But, uh, <laughs> right. And uh, I, o- the, uh, I always ask this with uh, with all the voice actors I talk to, but uh, 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 what is one of the craziest or weirdest lines that you had to say in the booth in recording? And I mean, it could be taken. It could be out of context or whatever. Well, like, in terms like, what? of
1: in terms of Fire Force, I like the one that easily comes to mind. So in season two, there there's a China arc where they go outside and they're just imbued with these crazy drugs that make everybody just crazy. And yes. so I think Sheen Rinsen is like, I'm Sheen man and I eat worms for breakfast, that kind of thing. That was pretty uh-huh. stupid. I loved that one. <laughs> 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 that one just sticks out. You didn't even think about it. You just
0: knew. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just right there. Yeah, I remember all the, the real stupid ones. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Oh, man. Uh, well, Derek, uh, really appreciate Oh, one before, before I got to say, because like you said that you had a uh, – uh uh it's hardest booth sound booth which is I have to say it's completely awesome. Uh mm-hmm. what is your who's your favorite doctor? Uh uh Dr. Hmm <sighs> <sighs>
1: you know that is a good question because I've always enjoyed like you know old school seventies one I have like oh I took uh-huh. it down. I had, you know, the, the scarf and all that fun stuff. Tom oh, Baker. Yeah. He's my boy. The crazy
0: the, the crazy fro.
1: <laughs> crazy Yeah his little yo-yo, he's just yeah. It's just kind of a little like still kind of ch- they were putting some money into it, but still kind of low rent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Very okay, this so. is
1: the sound look like like four weeks ago sound stage, but whatever. It's it's <laughs> Mars now, okay, <laughs> 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 and not behind the pub. All right, but yeah, I like that. I like I see the new stuff. I'm I'm really digging the new stuff. Uh, I've watched, mm-hmm. you know, I think all the the latest doctors. I'm in Alonzi. Kind of guy, I like I like that good
0: stuff. How about Uh, you, Tenant? Oh yeah, it's a tie. Yeah, it's a tie. Uh, Tenant is, you know, it's like. The thing with Ted was that Ted was it was 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 great in it, but like I sometimes I kind of feel that there is a little bit of overratedness, and I'm probably going to get like lose my my Doctor Who card from this. But <laughs> hey, he was I, really uh, Scottish.
1: I was like, he was doing yeah. pretty good. I could actually understand him. If you heard him in like when he talks for real, I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no. what he's talking about he's talking, he's way too Scottish. I don't know what. He's talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like he was the voice of Scrooge McDuck in the DuckTales series. I remember that. And then, yeah, like, that's probably it, his regular re- voice. The, I, just, know, I think he's probably he. I think he toned it down because <laughs> in people <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think he's I liked uh, what's his name. Yeah, before uh, the newest, the newest one. Uh, what's his name? Um, um Capaldi. Peter Capaldi oh, was P- actually oh, really good. Peter
1: Capaldi. He's like the best kind of cranky. He's yes.
0: Great. Mm-hmm. And his hair just got cooler and cooler too. I like to yeah, say that. and I like it because he, like shit. he switched ah. like his. At first, I hated it, but like he switched to Sonic Screwdriver to to sunglasses, and I'm like that. That's kind of kind of lazy. And he started <laughs> playing the guitar. Ooh, sexy? Woo! <laughs> I love that. But yeah, no, though he has crankiness. He, he he was he was a perfect like he was a perfect comedian comedic yet crankiness like. Like Eccleston was completely like m- oh, moodiness. Like, but, and he was a good, I liked him too. But Capaldi, something about Capaldi made, just just grew on me. I really, mm-hmm. I definitely liked it. Yeah, he's really got that. He,
1: he's like me. He's got a furrow <laughs> right off the bat, you know, if he's not thinking about it.
0: And uh, he <laughs> uses it to his advantage. Oh, big time, big time. So, sinners, yeah. So, yeah I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm a nerd. Yeah, oh no, I love it. That's what man. That's what, dude. I have a website about being a nurse. So I think it's perfectly fine, perfectly fine. But, uh, hey, uh, I just want a uh, last question. Like, are uh, is there uh any conventions that you are going to be attending so people can meet you or fans uh, fans would be able yes. to meet you? Yes.
1: Oh my goodness, I do. I have um, like in in one month from now, I am going to be in Austin mm-hmm. for the Alamo Hero Con. That is uh, February twenty sixth and 27th and then i believe i'm not sure this has been quite announced but you know screw it there's a thing in fort worth on may 28th called uh, the collecticon that i'm going to be doing because my uh shinra funko pops finally came out so we're starting to book a little bit more in person stuff i did a a several uh, virtual ones like pretty recently Mm -hmm. i hope to do Mm -hmm. a couple of more because i'm getting requests to you know to be sent in all these awesome things oh and then i'm doing uh all the way in july uh, a thing called uh, in Jacksonville, Bold uh, Matsuri. That should be very exciting. And then there's more that um, haven't quite like allowed me to release. But yeah, these things are happening all the time. Ah, thank goodness. Like the world has been closed for so long. It's, it's it, like it's still crazy, you know, and you, you want to be safe with all this stuff. But it's nice to like you you work from home for so long you kind of forget that like there are actual humans and it's not just like twitter
0: <laughs> <laughs> no right well like uh, it's why actually i started staying away because I'm, you know how, you know how sometimes social media can get a little too extreme uh yeah but like, yeah, uh, exhausting.
1: yeah yeah, yeah i'm like, done with facebook like, i'm tired of arguing with my great aunt about whatever
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know so it's like it's cool to just kind of have statements and stuff but to have like full-on conversations and stuff i usually kind of go on for me i have to go on discord uh really cool can't wait to see you uh uh there and uh we'll we'll share all that information here here once we're done but uh uh derek thank you so much for being on the show really appreciate it It was it really be, it was really yeah, fun yeah. geeking out with you yeah yeah so. and going down the weird random road <laughs> definitely <laughs> guys if you liked this uh, uh this interview definitely give us a thumbs up over at our web uh, over at our youtube page the cfg channel uh but we'll also release this uh this on our podcast forums on all podcast services out there so so uh thank you uh, once again to listening we will be back again later so this is davis signing off y'all take it easy